0: Clinical trial, every drug discovery, so it's in real time. Mm.
1: Every medical document, every clinical trial, everything of importance to making a decision in the medical arena is consumed. That data is already there. Yes. Watson has
0: it. And it's updated every day. So how does Watson analyze it? So Watson takes it in and then it has a series of computer learning engines that tries to make sense of what it's seeing. And it's already built a model, I I refer in its head, if you will, it's built a model of its world. And as it gets new information, it assimilates that knowledge and tries to put it in categories much the same way as we do.
1: How much control do you give it?
0: We give it, we control through the data that we feed it. We do not give it uh, infinite data in areas we don't want it to have. So we feed it data that's relevant that it will learn on.
1: And so people say to themselves when they hear about artificial intelligence, mm. and they hear this thing you created called Watson, named after one of the IBM founders. Yes. And they say, um, How smart can it be? And can it be as smart as human beings?
0: It can be, it depends on your definition of smart. It can be smart in finding information, reasoning on information, and getting insights on. Bodies of information that are just too large. You know, when I talk to doctors or lawyers, they always tell me, Charlie, I'm in cognitive overload. I can't keep up with the information. I need a system to pour through that and help me reason. And then I'll reason with the machine. And therefore,
1: Watson becomes their best
0: friend. And so it becomes a best friend. In the healthcare industry, the doctors at Memorial Sloan Kettering refer to it as their learned colleague.
1: How do you give Watson voice and image?
0: So in the day of the original Jeopardy game, we created the voice that is now infamous with Watson. It's a machine-generated natural language processing. How did
1: you make a decision as to what the voice should sound like?
0: That was, a, that was a very interesting choice. We could have given it any choice. We did a lot of market research, and in the end, we wanted a voice which was fairly neutral and had some degree of machine You wanted uh, it to sound, sound like a machine? It had to sound something like a machine. Now, why was that important? Well, we wanted to represent what technology could now do. We weren't trying to recreate yeah. a human being or human knowledge. Put hair it's, on top of it and it like it's, a human being. That's right. It's, it's still a machine. Does it have personality? Today it has no personality, but interestingly it can understand your personality because it can take your language and it can understand the words and the patterns of your speech and based on that and its knowledge of psychology, it can build a model so it for can, psychology. it can do a
1: behavioral profile of me. That's right. If I input into it
0: That's right. things that I do. It'll based on the words you use and the patterns of your speech, it will develop a psychological profile. I mean, is that you. good in medical stuff? It's, it is. It is. As we get into uh, neurological diseases and diseases of the brain... WE'RE FINDING THAT WATSON CAN PICK OUT PATTERNS OF SPEECH, WHICH OFTEN ARE EARLY INDICATORS OF NEUROLOGICAL PROBLEMS.
1: SEE, THAT'S CRUCIAL, ISN'T IT? IT'S, it's because CRUCIAL. BECAUSE EARLY DETECTION.
0: THAT'S RIGHT. OPENS UP A WHOLE NEW SET OF POSSIBLE THERAPIES right. AND DELAYING DISEASE OR CURING and DISEASE. AND HOW DOES IT DO THAT? It IT LISTENS VERY CAREFULLY TO THE WORDS YOU USE AND THE PATTERNS. AND IT TURNS OUT THAT EVERY DISEASE WILL START TO AFFECT YOUR SPEECH. YOU KNOW, IT'S OFTEN SAID THAT The eyes are the windows to your mind. Actually, your speech is a tremendous window into your mind. And often, neurological diseases manifest themselves through speech. speech patterns first.
1: Yeah, in fact, people who have ALS have said to me they first noticed it
0: in voice. That's right. And we've looked at areas like schizophrenia, and we can clearly see difference in speech patterns between people who have schizophrenia and normal speech.
1: So there's personality, but then there's ethics and morals.
0: It only knows, Charlie, what we teach it. So you can um, teach it, it ethics? It, can, it only learns what our ethics are. It doesn't develop its own ethics. It can look at our patterns of information, our conclusions, and, and begin to mimic that, but it can't develop its There's own. Is there any reason
1: for it to be an ethical or moral machine?
0: There's no reason for it to be one or the other. It's still a machine.
1: What doesn't it have that you wish it had?
0: Well, you know, when we did the original Jeopardy! match, it, it did one thing, and it did one thing well. It understood natural language and could answer open domain questions. But at that time, it, for, as an example, it had no ability to understand images. If you put an image in front of it or fit, feed it a digital image, it had no idea what it was.